In this next episode, join me as we speak with Principal Keith Nuthall of DeLago Academy in California. We discuss everything from marketing your school to the impact charters and private schools have on a public district and community and the ways in which we can all work together. Well, Keith, it's nice to spend some time with you today. Uh, for one, I love the bow tie. I've been wanting to pull one of those off for a long time. Uh, how long have you been wearing the bow tie? <laughs> well, the bow tie has a very interesting um, story to it. So, you know, I, I had the opportunity six years ago to be hired to open a new high school. And so as I went around town and, and had to recruit students to attend the school, I needed something that would catch people's eye. And when I saw them in town, they would say, hey, that's the guy from Delago Academy. That's the guy with the bow tie. And so um, I started wearing bow ties just as, as really a marketing scheme. And uh, it actually worked. So the first, uh, first day of school, we had kids showing up in bow ties. And, and it, was, it was pretty cool. So uh, and I just I really kind of never stopped. That, that's a great story. And that's a great lead into uh, sort of the day that we are in now when it comes to educational leadership. And that is taking a very proactive approach to the way in which we market and, uh, dare I say, brand our schools and districts to better engage with the community and also opportunities for our districts. Uh, do you find that it goes beyond, obviously, that, um, that feel-good story of engagement and interaction for you and your students, but in the way in which you approach uh, connecting with the community? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think, you know, what people are really looking for now in their child's education is a personalized um, environment, uh, something that really connects to the student's passions, um, something that, that is meaningful and relevant, uh, and they want to be able to send their, uh, their scholars to, you know, a school where people care about them and they know who they are. And so in, in trying to market a school or district, uh, I think the idea of, you know, capturing that um, is really, really important. And I, and I know here in Escondido, we're, we're a, public, a public school system. We have a lot of uh, charter schools that are competition, that are in our, that are in our community. Um, and so um, and, and we're, we, we struggle uh, in some ways with declining enrollment. So we've been having actually lots of conversations about how do we market our district? Um, how can we tell people about the good things that we do here uh, and I think what we're learning is it's not about the things that we do, it's about the people piece. Uh, because in the end, uh, this is a human endeavor. Education is about people. And so people want to know that they care about their, their, their young people. And so marketing and around that, certainly the things we do are important, um, but equally as important is that they know we care. You know, Keith, what I think is interesting in the way in which the political landscape is, is sort of shaping up uh, and, and many things are yet to be determined, there are many communities that will probably look a little bit like your community in having public and then a mix of, of charter and private. You know, what um, words of wisdom do you have or what is it? what will it be like for communities that see that competition on a more day-to-day -day basis that they may have not ever experienced in the past? Well... I am certainly not an anti-charter person. I, I think that they bring a valued resource to the community. Uh, and I think that they, they're an option. So I, I really think of this as, you know, a portfolio of options with, within the community. And I think 
charters as part of that portfolio. I used to work for the San Diego City Schools, uh, which is a big, large, uh, more urban district. Uh, and I think that's the way that we were trying to approach high school education is, is really putting together a portfolio of options for, for young people. It does cause competition. Um, and so I think that the thing that's been a struggle in the two districts that I've been in is how do you create within the city a collaborative environment that's not so competitive um, that it becomes, it becomes cutthroat between, you know, public charter schools and, and public non-charter schools. But, you know, how can we best serve uh, our community? Because in some ways, you know, you're talking about people's jobs, you know, kind of on the adult side of that. And you're, talking about, you're talking about people's livelihood. And, um, and so those are all things that have to be managed in a very delicate way. Um, we're just not very good yet at knowing how to do that well. Uh, and so I think thinking about that more deeply is probably what, you know, we need to do. And I think kind of advice to other communities is how, you know, how do you enter into those conversations in a way that's, that's thoughtful and, and um, is respectful of kind of people's space and the need for people to have option. Uh, Keith, is there anything that we can glean from the, the community at large with regards to what they are looking for? in their local schools because of a competitive uh, environment that you're in that maybe we can all learn from? Because I think sometimes we're, we're leading, you know, it's the blind leading the blind a little bit with everything that's going on, whether it's education technology purchases, new shifts in, in curriculum or in school design. And yet if you've got then an active consumer base, I would think that potentially you'd be able to learn a little bit about what they're looking for and then maybe what that informs you as a leader in the district as to how you are communicating that message and, and are they hearing what you hope that they hear? Yeah, I think that, um, so this is, this is a, you know, we, we are not a unified school district in Escondido. We have an elementary school district and a high school district. Um, and, and so I work currently for the high school district. I actually had worked for the elementary school district as well, but I'll answer your question as it relates to high school, because that's, that's my life today. Um, I, you know, I think the, the idea behind the concept of high school is changing. Um, and the way that I like to, to kind of frame that is that, you know, high school doesn't have to be practice. Um, kids need to be working on real work uh, and they will need to be working on work side by side with, with, with the community and industry professionals. So for example, at Del Lago, um, every one of our juniors serves an internship and they serve an internship across the community, um, and that internship does multiple different things. First of all, it, it connects our community to our scholars. And so we are having uh, kind of, you know, parent and community relationships now that are far deeper than coming to a cookies with cookies thing with the principal, right? I mean, we have people working side, we have our scholars working side by side with, with people that are, are innovators and, and people that are, um, you know, entrepreneurs, uh, people that work for large organizations like hospitals and, and J. Craig Ventner and big science firms. And, and so it, it puts a different spin on how we interact with the community. It's very different, but it also makes high school, this is not a practice thing. This is a thing that can be really real. And so thinking about that in terms of what people are looking for uh, in a high school, are those kinds of options where they are doing some hands-on, minds-on work with people in the community, uh, and that's helping our scholars grow uh, both academically, but it's building those 
kind of what we call non-cognitive skills, although they're really cognitive, <laughs> around how do you develop, you know, how, how do you develop positive self-concept? What about realistic um, self-appraisal about what you do well and, and, and need to improve in? And the community can, can provide that feedback. It's not limited to just teachers and your peers. Um, how do you navigate a system? How do you navigate discrimination? Uh, those are all things that our scholars are learning outside the walls of Delago. So as you think about kind of that charter school piece um, and the public school piece, I know a big mentor of mine is Elliot Washer, who started the big, 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 big picture schools, right? Learning the big, yeah, the big picture schools. Uh, he lives down the road. He's been my biggest mentor. Uh, and I'm connected to, you know, a regular public high school. And so we've had great conversations about kind of the meaning of education and what people are really looking for as, as we transition into kind of maybe a little different look at what education is providing its, its community. Keith, let's close with this. What kind of student were you growing up and could you have ever envisioned that you would be in this role? And how do you think you would do as a student within your own school currently? Yeah, see, so here's the thing I uh, think about me. Um, I love school. So that was something that I really liked. And what I, when I was in high school and elementary school, I understood, I believed, and, and my parents believed, my parent, my father was a plumber. Um, they ran a mom and pop, pop plumbing store for 40 years. They believed that the school system was educating me well. And the reality was it is, is that it wasn't. And so what happened is when I transitioned from, um, you know, my high school into, into college, um, I struggled. And the reality is, is it was a real big wake up call for me. But although my grades were great um, and I loved school, I got to that next level and oh boy, it, it hit me like a, a, a ton of bricks. Um, I didn't have the literacy skills that I needed to be successful. I, I couldn't write. Um, I, 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 my, my math skills were horrible. And so um, I had to take that upon myself uh, to pick myself up and work through college and make my way through that. Um, I ended up being a high school physics teacher for a long time. Um, and in many ways, I had to be self-taught. So one of the reasons why I'm here today is because I work in a community where a lot of my parents can't advocate for or, or don't know how to advocate well for their students. And I'm not going to let that happen to what happened to me happen to the students that are in my community. I'm just passionate about, yeah, that, that can't happen. We need to prepare our students so they're ready for, you know, college, career, and life. And I felt like when I left, I loved school, I left woefully unprepared um, for the job I have now or any other job I would have had. And so um, that's kind of what drives me. Um, yeah. Well, Keith, it's a testament to you and your community. You know, I think the personal stories are what really drive education and what make it such a unique place to live and work. And uh, they're very, very lucky to have you. And you wear the bow tie well, sir. I do my very best. <laughs> Thanks, Keith.